No cell phone, no Facebook, no computer access, no Wi-Fi for three months and you get $3 million. Could you do this? I talk about it next. This is Courage Cast, encouraging one another so that more will believe. So I posted something on Facebook the other day, and I've gotten a tremendous amount of response to it, and I found it incredibly interesting. Here's exactly what it was. It was a a photo that I posted that said this, no cell phone, no Facebook, no computer access, no Wi-Fi for three months, and you get $3 million. Could you do this? Now, First of all, most people, 99% of the people that responded said yes. I would say yes as well. I found it interesting that the post, number one, the post I posted was about money. Money was a big motivating factor. The post was also a question that prompted a response. The post had nothing to do with me. It wasn't a selfish post of a photo of me or my kids or anything like that. It was purely about the other person eliciting a response from them, my followers, my friends on Facebook. And I I found it very, very interesting. What what could I learn from this? Ever since I posted this and I started getting reactions from everyone and getting people's responses, I just found the whole thing really, really interesting. And I have not been able to stop thinking about it ever since. First of all, my first thought is I would change a few things about this to really make the case for disconnection or the, because there's a big cost for distraction. There's more of a cost. I want to make the case that there is a greater cost even than a than $3 million to you and to me by the distractions that we've placed in our lives, that we've allowed in our lives, that society and our culture has put into our lives and we have accepted and chosen. I would make a few changes. I would add, instead of no Facebook, I would say no social media at all. Instead of no Wi-Fi, I would say no cable or internet. So basically, it would make my screens useless, okay? So those would be some things I would change about this post. Now, and and what if I actually did it? What if I actually did it? I couldn't help but almost fantasize. <laughs> I've been playing this around in my head, and as I thought about it more and more and more, I became more and more excited about the freedom that I would experience from disconnecting. And I began to count the cost of distraction. So the first thing I asked myself is if I take out the motivation to make $3 million after three months, which is an obvious yes, because it, it really does. It does. It is an enticing challenge, right? I mean, it's much easier to say yes when somebody hands you $3 million. But I wonder for some of us, if we really realize 
how much we would gain and how much it's costing us. Would we save $3 million or would we gain $3 million worth of time, money, and other things, health, things that that are priceless, relationships, what are those worth to you? And I begin to ask myself, what other motivations do I have for actually doing this? And so I started making a list and I did some research. And I think you're going to find this really interesting. So play with me a little bit here as I consider the cost of distraction and the case, and I make the case for disconnection. Number one, I think the number one thing that would be impacted is my time. I would get a lot of my time back if I did these things. If I got rid of my cell phone, if I got rid of social media, if I had no computer access, I had no Wi-Fi, no internet, no cable, I would get a lot of time back. And honestly, time is the thing that is the only thing that I cannot get back. I'm either in the present moment or I am thinking about the future. There's no way to get my time back. And so I did a little research and the current studies show that we spend an average of two hours and 33 minutes per day on average on social media. You might not believe it. Have you ever done your screen time on your, your iPhone? If you're on, on an iPhone, have you ever monitored your screen time? My average screen time is between seven and eight hours a day. Seven to eight hours a day is my average time on my screen. A good bit of that is social media and entertainment. I spend, uh, most Americans spend an hour, uh, an average of three hours per day on a smartphone. I spend more than that. I told you seven to eight hours a day. And then here's another bit of time influenced reporting. A report finds that the average American spends 142 minutes daily in front of a computer, which if you add in TV time, that bumps up to 353 minutes a day. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? 353 minutes. That's more than, that's almost six hours a day on TV, on average, TV and computers. So time, if we had, if we got rid of these things, we would save time. I did a study, not a study. I did a little bit of a a quick review of how much my time is worth. If I, if I worked 40 hours a week, if, if I, if I earned 40 hours a week, my money was to, the, how much money I made was split up <laughs> into 40 hours a week. I counted it. 
I'm I'm at about $250 an hour. So what would that mean to me to gain seven to eight hours of my screen time? Let's just go with that statistic. Seven seven hours times 250 or eight hours times 250 is a little easier to calculate. So eight times 250 is $2,000 a day I would save. $2,000 a day I would save. Multiply that by five days a week. That's $10,000 a week. I could have back potentially if I, if I valued my time with money. Interesting, isn't it? You begin to think, well, $10,000 a week times 52, that's $520,000. That's a half a million dollars. In six years, I'd have my 3 million. (laughs) Think about it. Think about it. Another thing that would that that would uh, be a motivation for doing this is safety and security. I wouldn't be tempted to text or use my phone while I'm driving. I see it all the time. I see people with their phones up, even though now it's illegal in Tennessee. I see it. There'd be more security. I, I would be basically off the grid in many ways. I'd be off the grid. And uh, there'd be no more record of my activities. My photos wouldn't be up there. Maybe my photos would still be uh, based on what I'm going to share with you later. I came to some conclusions and some, some things about this that, that I'm excited to share, but safety and security, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be tempted by spammers or marketers, people trying to sell me stuff on social media. They wouldn't keep a record of my activity because really Here's the thing that's really important for me to remember is that I am a product. I'm a product. I am the product. People are, so these social media are using me to, they're selling me to advertisers. They're selling me to their clients who are willing to pay to reach me. Weird and scary, isn't it? Another major, major cost is my mental, emotional, and my physical health. The toll that distraction and connection to the internet, to Wi-Fi, to social media, to, to a computer, what well, that's costing me. Okay. The average person can't focus for two to five minutes without being distracted. So this can this has serious negative effects on our productivity during the day. If I'm less distracted throughout the day, I'm actually going to feel better about my productivity and about my progress alone, just that alone. I'm going to increase my focus, my ability to focus when I don't have these distractions. I mentioned this already. No advertising for marketers, no distractions. I'm not the product anymore. That's, that's an emotional, emotionally healthy thing. I would feel like I'm in more charge. I'm in charge again. I'm in control, more in control of my time. I'm no longer a victim. How empowering does that make me feel? I would read more. 
I would probably move more. I'd be running. I'd be exercising. I'd be moving around. My eyesight, I would contend, would be better. What staring at a screen, I looked at this up as well, staring at a screen all day, what it does to your brain and your body. Here's what it does. If you spend more than seven hours a day staring at screens, which I do cumulatively, I, my body would change and, and our brain changes. It results in blurred vision, eye strain. I've experienced this. How about, how about you? Long-term vision problems like nearsightedness have been a major result in my life. I have had to get glasses because I'm constantly looking at my screen. I would sleep better. I would contend that all of that screen light, the light from all those screens would get me back on a normal sleep cycle. Did you know that we naturally, when it gets dark, we begin to, our brain develops and creates melatonin. And our brain also shoots a hormone into our body when we wake up, when, when there's light outside. So again, there's so much studies on sleep, sleep increases and anxiety decreases in anxiety would go down depression, all kinds of mental fatigue. I mean, is this worth it? Is this really worth it? I would be better con- connected. I would contend that my relationships with my family would improve, my kids, my wife, marriages could improve. Relationships with my best friends would improve. I would I would stay in c- contact with the people that that I would see on a regular basis or at least call on a regular basis. We would be going back to probably the 1920s and 30s and 40s before television. Money is the last thing I would say. I would save more money. I wouldn't have to pay for my cell phone bill. wouldn't have to pay for internet. I wouldn't have to pay for a computer. I wouldn't have to pay for devices and ancillary accessories related to technology. I wouldn't have to pay for Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus and Netflix and the other things that would be available to me. I wouldn't be so distracted by those things. And, uh, honestly, I I thought about this. If, if this, if I did these things, it would literally have no effect on my ability to earn money. As a matter of fact, it'd probably allow me to earn more money and, and open up more opportunities for me to earn money in this day and age. And so how would I do that? How could I possibly do this? I began to think about the possibilities of how could I do this? All right. How could I do this? Number one, one of the first things I would do is I would get a landline phone. Okay. That's within the rules. Uh, I would have a phone so I could stay connected in some way. I'd probably turn the ringer off. Right. And I would check the phone maybe twice a day for messages. Okay. Number two, I would actually go to the bank I would need to manage my money on a regular basis. I would go to the bank and or I would hire someone that I could trust, like my bookkeeper, who I already hire and pay for. 
I have a bookkeeper. I'm self-employed. I work from home. I do not go to an office. I have the blessing of earning all of my income residually with the exception of a little bit of consulting work and coaching that I do for podcasting and for executive leadership coaching, which I've been doing more of. But I would contend that I would be perfectly fine if I had a bookkeeper that would manage my money and would report my, uh, would report my, my books every year to, for my taxes every quarter to my tax accountant and take care of that. I would automate my life and my business. I would, I'm, I've been preparing for this for a long time. I've read lots of books that would help me with this. I've, I know I would know I could probably do it with my eyes closed in the, in the course of a, maybe an hour or two, I would probably be able to take care of and know how to handle and automate much of my life, my business in the terms of, um, uh, automation, automated emails, automated, um, messages, automated, um, systems so that the money would flow. The communication would flow. Nothing would get sidetracked. Technology today can allow you and give you the opportunity to be fully automated in your life and in your business. Okay. I would hire, and someone else said this, I think Jennifer Hawkins said this and Holly Tab agreed. Uh, I would hire a sales and marketer to grow my business. So I would hire somebody that would be responsible for growing my businesses or I'd hire, um, I would probably contract out various different people to run my businesses and be responsible for growing my businesses, especially if it's going to make me $10,000 a week more, or that's what my time's worth. I could hire someone for much less to build my business. I would probably need to plan ahead and probably give me six months to, to, and to grow and set aside some money so that I could have a, a, a runway, develop a runway so that it would take me about six months to, of investment into someone, into people, into contract 1099 people so that it, it, I can justify the expense and the investment in those people. Because it would take some time, at least a month to six months to really fully um, justify the expense of having those people. But I'd be very systematic in um, working with people that would help me grow and market my various businesses, specifically our doTERRA business and our royalties and Chrissy's teaching and courses. We've have been developing courses. I would develop more courses, online courses that um, could be automated and systemized. And I would probably hire an assistant or a virtual assistant to give me regular reports, would handle all of my emails, all of my communication, phone calls, would even accept text messages from me. So I wouldn't even have to have that anymore. And they could respond and business could continue as normal. Again, that would probably take about three to six months to really perfect that relationship with that VA, but I would get the reward of knowing that I would be helping others provide for themselves. Um, so those are some of the initial ways that I would do this. 
Um, here's what, here's what's keeping me from doing this. This is the, the, the last bit of it is what it, what's keeping me from actually doing this. I'm more motivated now than ever before. Number one, I'm, I'm motivated because of all the ways that it's costing me. I'm motivating because of all the ways, all the things that I would gain back. I've already outlined that. And then now I, I have see, I can see that this is possible. I've, I've really, I really could do this. I really could do this. And that's empowering. It's actually exciting. Maybe I will do this. Maybe I'll start with the summer. Maybe I'll do this for the entire summer of 2020. Okay, but now I I have some objections. I want to talk about some objections and maybe why I wouldn't do this or I haven't done this before. The first thing I thought of was fear of missing out, fear of being disconnected. There's almost an anxiety of feeling like I don't know what's going on and what's happening in the world. Okay, well, my answer to that is I have a subscription to The Economist magazine. I'd probably get another magazine to read, maybe uh, another general magazine of, of interest to read. Maybe it would be Entrepreneur Magazine or something similar. But between The Economist and an entrepreneurial magazine, I don't think I'd be missing out on very much. So fear of missing out uh, is one of the main things. Fear of losing connection with people, feeling like I'm, I'm, and that 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 hits on my need to please a little bit. Fear of not being able to respond to people and being as connected with as many people as I am. Yeah, I probably would lose some of those connections, but the ones that matter the most, the ones that count in my business and my life, I would still stay in touch with those people. How about? You know, I'd, I'd be able to call them. I'd be able to meet with them in person. The, the, the way of staying connected would not really be that difficult. Okay. Fear of the unknown. I think it would be very scary. There's a lot of fear involved in this. Fear is a great motivator for me. I realize fear of the unknown of, of maybe doing new things. Um, you're always scared of something that you've never done before, right? That's been a big reason why I haven't done it. Um, being thought of as weird, being looked at as strange. That's a, that's a legitimate, again, another fear of being looked at as weird. Nobody likes to be weird, right? We all like to be thought of well, but I think I'd probably make a, there'd probably be a lot of people that would be just as jealous of me. And honestly, it says more about them, about what they think of me than it does about me. Entertainment. I I would lose some entertainment. I would not be able to watch some of these shows that are on TV. Um, I'm probably would go to a lot less uh, movies, although I, I wouldn't restrict myself from going to movies. So I wouldn't miss out on a lot there. I would be reading. So I wouldn't miss out on a lot there. Um, I, I see social media as, as entertainment, uh, sports, I would miss out on sports, but what's stopping me from going to a Titans game or going to a sports bar and watching the games when they're away, nothing's stopping me. They have my attention anyway. It's just convenient that it's in my home, but it's distracting. I could see it becoming a, a destination type thing. I'd still be able to watch my Titans. I would just, it would just force me to maybe not 
have so much entertainment in my life. We, we have so much access to entertainment. I don't know if it's healthy for us. Entertainment industry is booming, but is it really good for us? I don't think so. Podcasting would be another one that I wouldn't be able to podcast. And I love podcasting. Well, that's not true. There's plenty of ways that I can continue podcasting. I, all I need is my microphone. I have a way of recording this on a, a, a disc. I can, uh, there are devices now where you can just stick a memory card in there and I could do all the podcasts I want to. As a matter of fact, I could have four microphones and I could be remote. I wouldn't be as restricted. I wouldn't have to sit in front of a computer because I wouldn't have access to a computer. And I couldn't go to a library because I have no computer access. So podcasting is a fear, but I can still do that. No problem. I can give that memory card to an assistant. They can upload my podcasts and I could still get the word out and I could still connect with people that way. The last thing would be staying current. The last thing I could think of is staying quote unquote current on technology and culture. And again, I've covered most of that already. I would be able to stay current with subscribing to various magazines. I would be able to, I would miss listening to podcasts. I still haven't thought, how can I listen to podcasts? I guess I could get one of those disc players <laughs> and run with like a, like a Walkman. Somebody could download my favorite podcast for me, put them on a, on a CD or put them on like a memory card or like an iPod type device and feed those to me on a, on a regular basis. I still could probably listen while I'm running, while I'm exercising um, or just focus on them while I'm at home. I wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't miss out on it too much. Maybe I could automate it so that it would easily just download onto a memory card. I could get some kind of device that would allow me to, you know, uh, plug in. I know that the, the Macintosh and I'm kind of winging this now, the Macintosh makes a, a computer that doesn't have to be connected to a screen. Um, I guess that would technically be computer access, but again, it would enable me to download things automa automatedly, automatically. I could do that and set that up for myself. Anyway, somebody could do that for me and drop that off on a regular basis. So I think it's very, very possible, definitely in the short term. I could set things up so that in three months I would be completely free of computers and cell phones and social media and internet access, cable access. And I could, I would be really interested to see what that would look like and how I would feel and what I would experience. I would definitely journal it. I would definitely podcast about it. And maybe I'd make a, a mini series, a, a totally new podcast, exploring how I'm doing it, setting it up, preparing, planning, then what it would be like for those three months going through it and doing a weekly podcast, blogging basically about it on a podcast, a podcast format. And then afterwards, what it would be like kind of reconnecting again and what types of things would I experience? How would I document that? Just documenting the whole thing. And maybe I would just go right back to it. Maybe I would go right back to it To Maybe I would love it so much that I, that I wouldn't, that I would just say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do this forever. This is the life I I've always wanted. I don't know. I don't know, but the whole thing 
is really, really interesting to me. And I'd love to try it. I'm, 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 like I said, I'm fantasizing about it, almost fantasizing about it. I've been, I've been really enjoying just playing with this idea of what it would really be like and believing that it could really be possible. I'd be curious what, what kind of thoughts come up in you. What would it be like for you to do it? Are you interested? Would it be worth? How much is it worth to you? I contend with this podcast episode that in actuality, this would be priceless. I, I, I don't know if I could even put a value on it. Getting my life back, getting my time back, getting saving money, making more money, getting my mental and emotional and physical health back, getting my eyes back, feeling more connected with relationships. Honestly, there is, this is priceless. It's worth more than $3 million to me. I'd love to hear your response. Please share your thoughts in the courageous community. I'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being back with you again on the next episode of the Courage Cast. I'm Eric Nordoff. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Courage Cast. I want to invite you in to taking the next step in your journey towards living your most courageous life. You can do that very simply by visiting courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge. That's courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge.